0: Welcome to Succeed in ANP. A podcast focused on anatomy and physiology instructors everywhere. Our goal is to continue building a community to share ideas and best practices in the AMP course and help our students succeed. So, in addition, we want to help our world succeed, and that's why today I have a very special guest from the American Association of Colleges of Nursing. I'm Valerie Kramer, the marketing manager of AMP here at McGraw-Hill. And as we mentioned on our last episode of Succeed in AMP, which it's been a little while, we are dedicated to helping our instructors decrease their drop, fail, withdrawal rate in the AMP course. And on average, nationally, it's about 50%. So meanwhile, the US is projected to experience a shortage of registered nurses, and that is expected to intensify as baby boomers age, and of course, the need for healthcare grows. Um, And we know, of course, all of you, the importance of A&P to getting into nursing school. So I've invited Dr. Cynthia Lever to share some information on this issue and how it relates to the career that most of our students are going after uh, once they
1: are done with the A&P course.
0: So all of that said, welcome Dr. Lever.
1: Well, thank you, Valerie, and it's great to be here. I hope I can shed some light on some topics from the AACN. Excellent. So let's
0: start out just by hearing more about you and your role and uh, with the AACN, how long you've been there and, and just a little bit about you.
1: Okay. Well, Valerie, my role at the American Association of Colleges of Nursing is the director of academic nursing development. And my primary aim is to support the development of both nursing academics leaders of today and the aspiring leaders of tomorrow. I support the advancement of AACN's leadership development portfolio for deans, associate deans, as well as faculty and staff aspiring towards academic leadership roles. I work with the AACN Program Committee and Conference Planning Committee to develop conference programming and I work with our online education team to build out our webinars, online leadership development opportunities.
0: Great. So, what a great impact. You have a big job. (laughs) So, tell us (laughs) more about the, the AACN and its mission.
1: Well, the American Association of Colleges of Nursing is the national voice for academic nursing, who represents the nation's member nursing schools with baccalaureate and higher degree programs. Our mission is to serve as the catalyst for excellence and innovation in nursing education research and practice.
0: Wow, so the AACN actually represents a wide net of nursing schools.
1: I think it's 825
0: schools and over 45,000 faculty members, so that's Mm -hmm. affecting more than half a million students. Wow, so what do we do for these schools or what do you do for these
1: schools and students specifically? Well, the AACN helps schools and faculty with instructional development research, organizational leadership, faculty practice, business operations, graduate student nurse recruitment, and communications development. AACN establishes the quality standards for nursing education and assists schools in implementing those standards. AACN influences the nursing profession to improve healthcare and promotes public support for professional nursing education, research, and practice. Further, the AACN provides conference opportunities for the nursing academics to come together to network and hear from industrial leaders informing excellence for nursing education, research, and practice. Wow, that's, that's a lift. <laughs> so, um,
0: looking back at the AMP course, how much importance does the AACN place on our particular course as a prerequisite to nursing school?
1: a is a very important prerequisite to nursing school. Nursing is a profession that is informed by multiple disciplines and among these disciplines are the biological sciences and with anatomy as the study of the structure and relationship between body parts and physiology the study of the function of body parts and the body as a whole, the ANP course becomes a baseline course to help nurses understand what transpires with the care of their patients. So, the topics in ANP are important segue to the larger scope of topics that they will learn to complete the nursing curriculum pharmacology, for one, and of course, all of the clinical care coursework.
0: Yes, I think
1: um, you were
0: preaching to the choir there. I know all of our <laughs> instructors <laughs> definitely mm-hmm. feel that way. So we've heard um, and I've heard some instructors say that their students say, well, why will I need this course? And how can we force students to understand the impact that our the actual anatomy and physiology course will have on their career?
1: Okay, so you can please share with the students that the nurse needs this AMP knowledge to take care of each and every person as an individual. The nurse must have an understanding of the human person as re- person's response to their care that is taking place. And then when the nurse has a strong knowledge of the P, the nurse can utilize this knowledge for clinical decision making. We call that critical thinking. And again, a strong foundation of A&P will buttress a stable nursing curriculum.
0: Yes, and we always talk about, uh, that's one of the challenges that we have in the, in the A&P course is getting those students to think critically and not just memorize the information.
1: So Absolutely. Uh,
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's so important. And uh, I think if they think about their career in the future, they might uh, be a little bit more motivated too. <laughs> So thank you for all of this. So we know that a is obviously important. So let's talk about the social factors that are influencing the overall nursing shortage nationwide and, and some of those statistics and, and why they are, why we're in this particular situation.
1: Okay. Well, the demand for nursing services in the United States continues to expand due to the age, aging population of our country, nursing retirements, And an increase in the new opportunities for nursing. These are all factors that have led to an imbalance in the nursing supply and demand. So faculty shortages at nursing schools across the country are limiting students capacity at a time when the need for RNs continues to increase and budget constraints at schools of nursing and aging faculty and increasing job competition from clinical sites. Have contributed to the crisis. So efforts to address the current and projected nursing shortage must focus on addressing nurse faculty shortage as a priority.
0: So uh, for our students going into nursing, this is actually somewhat good news. This is a great opportunity for them to have job
1: openings right after school, right after graduation. Correct, correct. <laughs> and actually there have been, been has never been a better time to become a nurse. Salaries are going up and working condition are improving in an effort to appeal to new students and retain working RNs in the profession. Nurses are gaining more independence on the job, which enables them to use the full capacity of their education and experience. Job security is also extremely high, given the fact that the projected supply of RNs will not come close to meeting the demand. The media spotlight on nursing shortage has also helped to showcase the many roles available within the profession. There's a great demand for nurses to provide direct care both in the acute care environment and the community environment. But nurses are also needed as researchers, healthcare, administrators, policy analysts and nurse executives. The Baccalaureate prepared nurse enjoys the greatest chance for career advancement, as well as the opportunity to move into upper level roles, requiring a master's degree or a doctoral degree.
0: Nice. Oh, I love that. You said it now is the best time to be a nurse. There's never been a better time. So students out there. This is this is fantastic. So because of that, because there are so many short, there's a shortage of nurses and administrations of, of schools are really pushing for this lower DFW and a higher graduation rate. But as instructors, we know it's important to do this without making the course too easy or easier. Do you have any ideas or feedback to ensure students are successful in nursing school after they take the AMP course?
1: Well, certainly. First, to ensure success after taking an AMP course starts with success in the AMP course. And using multimodal delivery of course content offers the capacity to meet the needs of many different learning styles. And AACN supports excellence and innovation in education. There are many opportunities for the course delivery of course content. And AMP is an opportunity to leverage those various opportunities. And as we've discussed, AMP is foundational nursing knowledge. So clinical decision making and critical thinking both depend on a strong foundation in AMP. Excellent. I love that you said a multimodal way of learning.
0: We always, um, with our product here at McGraw Hill, we make sure that we have the digital component, the interactive components with some of our animations and, and lots of different ways that the students can digest the information and apply it. So yeah, I love that. Okay, so um, what efforts are going into addressing the nursing, sh- nursing shortage? I know you mentioned a couple things like some of the media attention. Is there anything else, any other efforts that you're doing or statewide initiatives?
1: Yes. So, to address the nursing shortage, AACN is advocating for new federal legislation and increased funding for nursing education, advancing a post-baccalaureate black nurse residency program to aid in nurse retention, and encouraging innovation in nursing programs, including the development of fast track programs, like second degree BSN programs and MSN programs and um, baccalaureate to doctoral programs and working with Johnson & Johnson and other collaborators on na- national image campaigns to keep interest in nursing careers high. Great. So do all you have st- t- any... Oh, go ahead. <laughs> Sorry, Sorry. <laughs> so go all, ahead. Stake- all stakeholders, including federal and state governments, the business community, foundations, advocacy groups, must take a larger role in addressing this crisis. Nursing schools must increase enrollment to programs that prepare nurse faculty business and practice partners are needed to fund scholarships support outreach programs in middle school and high school students and provide space for student training raise money for faculty recruitment and encourage ongoing nursing education
0: yeah and you know you think about that some some students even
1: plan their what they want to be when they grow up so to
0: speak in the elementary high school so that's a great Mm -hmm. way to just kind of plant some ideas in their minds of what they can do. So do you have any recommendations for our instructors and students out there to just help in the overall effort and make make an impact personally? How can we help?
1: Well, AACN is committed to working with education and healthcare community to create a highly educated nursing workforce and able to meet challenges of contemporary nursing practice. We strongly believe that encouraging all nurses to advance their education that starts with a strong foundation in AMP delivered in many modal um, course delivery modalities is the best interest of the patient and an important step towards enhancing patient safety. To help address the faculty shortage, which will in turn help address the overall nursing shortage, we encourage academic nurse leaders to identify and mentor bright nursing students to encourage them to pursue academic and leadership roles. Other, excuse me, our future will be shaped by our ability to successfully recruit the next generation of nurse faculty and highly educated clinicians to address this nation's healthcare needs. And that's how instructors can support the effort to increase or decrease the nursing shortage. Oh, that's great. Well, hopefully we can all help
0: from an A&P standpoint and getting those students ready for the next step in nursing school and beyond. I hear so many stories about instructors that uh, just one I spoke with last week and she said she had to go um, to, to the doctor to the clinic and one of her students was her nurse and she knew she, you know, it was just a great feeling to know that taught her originally and then that she made it all the way to start her career. So those are the great stories that we love.
1: Thank you to all the instructors teaching A&P and preparing your students for the next stage of their careers because your passion for student success makes such a difference. So we are here at AACN are very thankful to you.
0: Oh, thank you. Thank you, Cynthia. This is all so insightful information and really makes us feel part of the bigger picture and why we do what we do. So. Thank you for your time and dedication to the AACN and students and nurses out there. And we are grateful for your voice and the support of academic nursing. And uh, we are really looking forward to our next step of continuing to help this crisis. And so everybody out there, uh, let's work together to stop the drop and continue building up our nursing students. So, thank you, Cynthia, for all you do and for being a part of succeed in ANP. And thank you to all the instructors out there for listening to Succeed in A&P.